0: A cup of coffee, and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews Monday through Friday
1: from eight to nine a.m. Kick it off. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora.
2: The time is now eight o three a.m. and you are listening to and watching. Jeanette's playing on Good Morning Aurora. Hit the clap, baby. Yeah.
1: You're supposed to add the fourth Good Morning Aurora, though. We swapped. Again. And then you do another one. So there's That's only three. Was... No, there's three. Yeah. But then when you do the three... Then I add a fourth one. Oh! So then when I do the three.
2: All right, let's do it. There is some
3: structure.
1: There's, there's <laughs> <laughs> Look, There is structure. We Good have there's a plan here.
2: Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good
1: morning, Aurora. All right. There See, we that's how it works. Now
2: the show can start. Now, now we now can start the show. We are in here. It is Friday, the twenty eighth of May. It's a beautiful uh, it's day. It's not beautiful. It's awful
1: outside. It's so cold. It it is cold.
2: That's unfortunate.
1: It's not sunny. Uh, It's a little damp out.
2: That's not bad.
1: I mean, it's an awful lot of layers for me to go running in.
2: For those of us who like somber and morose days, um, it's kind of nice. It could be warmer, though, definitely. It could be warmer.
1: It is too cold. I've got my little space heater running in my little home office. It's It's not great. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Aisha Saxon, good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to everybody. All of you, fantastic, wonderful, righteous people. Good morning, Alyssa O'Con. Good morning, BTP. How are you feeling? Doing pretty well. Doing well.
3: Good. Going going loose with the uh, the free mic today.
1: Ooh, oh. about to drop that mic. You gotta. You're gonna have to say something impressive, and then. Oh yeah, right. And then, no, like like metaphorically. No, no, I know, I know. I know yeah.
2: <laughs> good morning to all of you guys. Uh, so we got things to talk about. Uh first things first, Oswego honors veterans. Yes, it's continues. Memorial
1: it's Memorial Day weekend. Right. That's so right. if you want to go do Memorial Day weekend things, we have those for you. Um they are happening in Oswego all weekend. Tonight there is a street dance provided it does not rain um and get more awful and cold uh but there will be a a, a the Let freedom ring rock and roll street dance and concert um that oh my God. <laughs> Uh, that's happening starting at seven o'clock on main street in downtown Oswego. If you want to, I don't know why you would ever leave Aurora, but if you were going to, uh, I guess that's where you would go tonight. That's right? an acceptable community to it, go to. If it is. Not okay. We'll allow it. The greater Correct. Fox Valley region. It's okay for us to go see each other every now and then. So. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, the. What else is happening this weekend? We've got um on Sunday night, the Springbrook Church Chicagoland Pops Orchestra is doing a whole night of uh of patriotic music and uh music from the movies and stuff. So actually that one is that one I'm kind of cool. Like I'm I'm sort of like that that's my jam. Like going and listening to like a, a Pops concert, like an orchestra under the stars. Right. That's kind of nice. That's happening Sunday. Hundred and forty fourth Army Band. They're doing a a patriotic show. Yeah, they're gonna do. They'll do that one probably. They'll do all the things. Uh, That's happening Saturday afternoon at Oswego Veterans Serenity Park. Veterans Serenity Park. Yes. Um, And then, of course, on Monday, uh, the the whole reason that all of these things are going on, of course, is because the Middle East conflicts. Wall of Honor is uh, in my it's in my office right now at Oswego Village Hall. And uh, so it's set up there 24 seven closing ceremonies for that are at 3 p.m. on Monday. Uh, And then, of course, the the Memorial Day parade is happening at 10 a.m. downtown Main Street. So it's a whole weekend of patriotic things to do if you're bummed that the city of Aurora is not doing um the memorial day parade thing this year and you really you want to get that in um you just got to go a little south
3: did they did we usually have a memorial
1: day parade oh yes memorial really? day okay. parade in uh the city of aurora usually steps off at noon every oh, year yeah fourth okay. of july usually starts steps off at 10 because it's hot um and every year Jeanette forgets that and then shows up at the wrong time for the parade every year it always happens <laughs> uh, <laughs> She Even though there's off. perfect logic to it, I used to, <laughs> to I wonder if
3: I'm off work Monday. That's a cool. good
1: question. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, so I'm off. I'm off Monday. Um, so we're looking at a good long weekend. What's te- crowd crowdsourcing? What are y'all looking forward to this weekend? What are you doing? Are we actually getting out and about now that we can do that this weekend? Well, yeah. Because last Memorial Day weekend just felt like, well, I guess we'll just stay home more, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Last Memorial Day weekend was way, way different. Way different. So ceremonies are planned. I'm going to put this in the uh, chat for you wonderful people that you can. uh, So rather so you can check it out. Uh, Fox Valley has a variety of events planned. Parker Mill. What's Parker Mill?
1: Parker's Mill is the street that my, um, that village hall is on, that Oswego village uh, hall is on. That's uh, kind of a street and kind of a parking lot. It's a little bit of a weird thing. Um, it'll look more like a street because we've got a very, uh, large, uh, senior living development coming in, uh, just next door. And then, it'll then it'll really look like a street and less like a parking lot, um, it's kind of it's kind of a nice hybrid of both right now. I don't know. It's it's nice. I like it. It's
2: fine. The St. Charles Memorial Day ceremony is set for 9:30 a.m. Monday at the Freedom Shrine along the Fox River, west of the former St. Charles Police Station at 211 North Riverside Avenue. Uh, the mor- Memorial Day event will include remarks from St. Charles Mayor Laura Vitek, a keynote address from local veteran Anthony Catella, Taps played by resident Jim Stombris former band director for St. Charles North High School and a 21-gun salute led by Bob Huber of the Veterans of Foreign Wars. That reminds me St. Charles. I got to give a shout-out. And I want to say a go team to St. Charles North. And there's a young man on the team named Peter something. Don't remember your last name, Peter. I don't think I actually ever knew your last name. He was a young man who was out volunteering. Over the weekend, uh, good, good young man. Go St. Charles North.
1: Go, go Hit North Stars. Is that what they're called. North Stars. That's what they're called. North Stars.
2: The Wildcats
3: or the Bearcats or
1: no, they're the North- some other. other they're the North Stars, and St. Charles East is the Saints.
3: Oh, okay. It's actually kind of like cool, like that they actually have a like a not a traditional thing. Like the Saints are pretty. Yeah, Saints sounds pretty cool. The North Stars like, are nice.
1: Everybody's got like a like a, a an animal of some kind. Yeah, like East
3: right? Aurora has the Tomcats. Got the
1: tomcats. So West Aurora still the, still has the Blackhawks, which yeah. is um, you know yeah up for some kind of discussion uh, that, uh, at yeah. some point. I'm sure. Um, I'm just
3: kind of surprised that it hasn't with like. It the
1: is recent... a little surprising that West Aurora still Port has Chandley, the Good Black Hawks. Good
0: yeah. morning. Um, what's
3: Oswego's? Uh,
1: panthers? The Panthers and the. um The. West We Go East. The. They're cats of some kind? <laughs> the wild cats. No, Wolves. They're the wolves. the wolves. They're the Wolves. Yes, so it's the Wolves and Panthers.
3: Batavia's Definitely. Bulldogs, right?
1: Bulldogs. North,
3: Ru- North Aurora doesn't have any. North Aurora
1: doesn't have a high school. They go to West Aurora, which right. is why I went to West Aurora. Right. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah, you didn't know, know. North Aurora has it. A- yes, this has been a long standing um sort of battle in north north aurora uh which i love because i grew up there uh has had a long-standing identity crisis for as long as i can remember so i've been i lived in north aurora since the mid 80s and uh at one point so many 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 years ago before i got there um uh north aurora used to be called schneider's crossing And then they decided to change it uh, when they incorporated uh, to North Aurora. And then for a long time, there was a movement that said, we don't really want to be part of Aurora anymore. Uh, And they weren't part of Aurora, but people thought they were part of Aurora. And their excuse was, well, that's too confusing for people, and everybody thinks we're part of Aurora. And their solution was to change the name to South Batavia. (laughs) And that doesn't really fix the confusion part, though Uh, it...
0: Though it does That sounds horrible. Though
1: it does change the uh maybe an image uh sort of thing that that might have like you know that undercurrent of uh this is what we're talking about but this is not really what we're talking about sort of thing. Uh so there was at one point a let's move from let's not be North Aurora anymore let's be South Batavia and that never really took off and then um there was, uh, a, there's always been a discussion over why doesn't North Aurora have its own high school? And the answer is that because it's a part of the West Aurora School District, you would have to start your own school district. School districts are actually very expensive to run, um, and you do a lot better uh, monetarily if you have large school districts, but with many smaller schools in them.
2: Today, 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 hit the breaking news, baby. Hit the breaking, breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. We got,
0: yeah. Uh... Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: Coming to you live. Breaking news. Memorial Day Veterans Pantry happening at the Aurora Interfaith Food Pantry. Today from 10 a.m. to noon. Uh, And that's going on. Thank you to the breaking news at 1110 Jericho Road. Uh, Aurora Food Pantry is one of the largest free markets in Illinois. Support the mission today and become a hunger hero. Donate, volunteer, connect. Together, we can stop hunger here at home. Grateful to be able to honor our nation's veterans and Gold Star families. All veterans and Gold Star families and active service members are invited to the Aurora Food Pantry today to receive a gift of food, including meat, milk, fresh fruits and vegetables, and non-perishable items to enjoy at home with their own meal. Wonderful. Thank you.
0: Yeah.
2: Shouts
1: out. Get things.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, about
2: uh, the Oswego Hall uh, honoring veterans.
1: About Oswego honoring veterans and right. and North Aurora's um, confusion over who it wants to be.
2: Yeah, uh, South Batavia would have been horrible.
1: South Batavia is not ideal. But what's what I think is really funny is the way that the Fox Valley kind of seems to almost fold in on itself, because like South Elgin is basically the North Aurora. <laughs> Right, of the north, only it's the right. opposite. So it's almost like you could fold the Fox Valley in half and they would like mirror each right. other. <laughs> South
2: Elgin. We talked about that yesterday, I think. Or the about day South Elgin? Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: it's basically like it's not really a place, but it's a place sort of thing. Um Yeah. So that there's it's kind of and the, and then like if you keep going like Oswego and Algonquin are very similar towns too, so yeah. in some weird ways, so like it's really it just kind of like the whole thing sort of uh, it's it's all the same, but it's not the same, yeah
2: um so I want to talk about i had a question there was grant money mm. I thought that I saw one point five million dollars
1: yeah, let's talk about some money money because like
2: um grant to paramount. All right. So
1: the Paramount got a whole bunch of money and not just one point five million because they're piecing together a whole uh they're piecing together money from a whole bunch of different sources. Um, to which I say, absolutely good for them, because I cannot wait for the Broadway series to come back. I am so excited for the Broadway series to come back. The they announced that uh Kinky Boots is supposed to open in um well, so June twenty first, the Performing Arts School is is starting up with their camps again. So if you've got kids that you want to get into performing arts camp, now's uh, now's your chance. Sign up for that. Um, uh oh. But yeah, uh, but the Kinky Boots is supposed to open August eighteenth, um, in in the Paramount. So I'm I'm very excited for that. The Broadway series, I love the Broadway series. Um. It's one of my favorite things to do here in town. Um, And to get that all started, uh, we have uh, uh, granted the Paramount um, a whole bunch of money, $1.5 million from uh, a city grant, uh, another $1.25 million uh, in program-related investment, which is a really Weird way of saying just more money, um, and then another seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars from the Dunham Fund. So altogether, they've pulled they've pulled together about three and a half million dollars or so to kind of get um, things started up again. And uh, it, you know, there's a huge cost to running that theater. It's also it's one of those things though that's a solid investment, right? Because uh, whatever we pour into the Paramount, especially with the leadership that's at the helm right now, they they do amazing things in terms of bringing people to downtown. And the folks who go to the Paramount actually do tend to go to other things in downtown, at least a restaurant beforehand or a bar afterwards, something like that. Because, right. you know, one of the arguments that we've had for the the casino for a really long time is, well, oh, well, we're going to bring all these people to downtown Aurora. but uh if you kind of look at the consumption patterns when people go to the casino and downtown uh in downtown they tend to stay in the casino until they leave and then and that's that's it they don't kind of there's not this residual effect of um people going and exploring the rest of town like you get from the paramount so um mad props to the paramount uh, we also, in the same meeting, this was our, our budget, um, and finance committee. We've been covering committees this week, right? Yeah. We on, on the show.
2: Holla. We told y'all we was going to do it and we did it. We did it. And I we're going to
1: keep doing it. You, and you there's, think- there's no, there's no agendas posted for next week because agendas don't have to get posted until 48 hours in advance of the meeting. So, and I, See, when, ain't well, nobody, no one wants to do things over the weekend. <laughs> when we
2: tell you to stay tuned, baby. T-
1: That's right. <sighs> At that same meeting um they we also granted uh two hundred and eighty seven thousand dollars to the homeless shelter to Hesed house and and their fine work and I'm um, trying to keep people housed during this pandemic um and bear in mind that it's not simply the um uh the shelter there the the emergency shelter, but Hesed house provides a variety of of homeless uh det- prevention services right so um everybody thinks of the overnight shelter but they also do a lot of work getting people like keeping people from becoming homeless in the first place um and so like it's Here's and here's maybe where some of the debate comes in. Are right? we going
2: to talk about the dichotomy between the two and the funding? Do you and everything?
1: want Do you want to talk about the dichotomy between the two between the funding for the homeless shelter? We're going to f-
2: talk about the dichotomy between the funding and the homeless shelter. I just want to say good morning to Mark Hogan. Good morning to you, real quick. Tracy Duran, shouts out, and Greg Elsbury. Good morning to you guys as well as eight twenty a.m. Let's go in. Let's do it. Okay, let do I want to
1: do it. That. I so, do... Um, uh. We gave – in the same meeting, um, we granted – and and this is all coming from, like, emergency funding, like, federal funds and stuff right, like that, right? It's not necessarily city funds. But mm-hmm. uh, in the same meeting, we granted $3.5 million to the Paramount to get going um, versus – which is – which has been shuttered and has lost huge amounts of revenue, right, during this pandemic. Um well, I think they, they calculated something like thirteen million dollars that they've lost in right. revenue because of the pandemic. That's insane. None of their people have been really working. That's um the
2: exact total You quote. know, es-
1: especially their contractors, right? So like if you are an actor for the Paramount, that's not like your your job job, right? You just it's like contract mm-hmm. work, right? And these are um, you know, people like the gig workers and the self-contractors who've had like a really hard time during this pandemic because everything they've been doing has been closed. Um, but we gave three and a half million dollars to the Paramount and we gave two hundred um, and eighty seven thousand dollars to House House right, for for emergency housing and shelter. And these are guys, I mean, they've had to, like, pitch tents inside and, like, on the grounds of Hesed House so that these guys have, like, a place to stay because they couldn't all crowd them in stores because disease spreads very easily. Yeah, they set up,
3: like, a whole, like, heated giant like sort of tent on yeah. the, in like the parking lot to yeah, to compensate for all the, the yeah, extra they've had intake.
1: to they like props to Hesit House for getting incredibly creative to try and provide, you know, at least a basic safe housing for people during incredibly trying times. And uh so the question, I guess that and maybe this is one for the community, maybe this is just one for us to wax on is how how do we feel about three and a half million dollars for one thing that admittedly does is an economic driver for the town, right? So we all kind of benefit from from the Paramount. Um, uh, we benefit culturally from the Paramount, and we benefit economically from having all this, uh, you know, these people coming into town, uh, versus just two hundred and eighty seven thousand dollars for the homeless shelter, right? And uh, we benefit by you know just being a, a decent. That makes sure that uh, the people are most in need have at least the very basics to survive. Okay, what are, what how how are we feeling?
2: Let us know in the chat what you guys think about that. So the let's give the totals one more time though.
1: So yeah, so the totals were about three point five million dollars for the Paramount to get right. Paramount up and up and started again, and two hundred and eighty-seven thousand dollars for Hasset House. Three
2: point five million for Paramount, two hundred eighty-seven thousand for Hasset House.
1: Yeah. So my question is, like, does that feel? Does that feel? Um, right. Yeah. Does that feel like the right balance? Were
3: Were these monies given out based on what? these like the paramount and Hess house requested
1: uh you know it'd be really helpful if um our committee uh, agendas had supporting documents that we could where we could read more in depth about what was going on
3: right because because i figure if it was so maybe if if Hest house only requested roughly that amount then okay fine you know that's what they thought they needed extra for help or was this all like you know, like just people in these committees deciding how they want to. Sure,
1: that's a really good question. And we don't know uh, because I did not manage to watch the finance committee this week or the whatever committee that was this week. Uh, and there hasn't been any uh, reporting on the Hazard the Task Grant either. Right. So um, that's a real big question. Mark.
2: For Norma says that seems so disproportionate. Thank you, Norma. Yeah, because so,
3: so, so I work at the Jimmy Johns on River Street. So I. And my delivery routes usually kind of take me around that area, so I'm, you know, I'm 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 looking at like how it is over there, pretty often. I deliver to the hesset House. I see the groups of people kind of just like walking up and down the street, um, you know, the people kind of gathered in like the parks kind of around that area by the animal shelter, just kind of hanging out, and, like the you know, unfortunately, no place to go, and you know, and everyone sees them, like everyone sees these people uh on on the streets um street corners asking for assistance and for help and i for me from like a i guess sort of like a humanitarian i guess or humanity humanity focused like sort of view i i just find it it that yeah that disproportion just seems weird i mean I, i i i get what you mean i get what people say about you know the paramount brings in helps out other businesses in the area you know, in terms of bringing, you know, people in from other places or spending money or, you know, tourism. But it's hard to get super pumped about that when there's still, you know, an unfortunate soul, you know, just trying to make enough money to eat or if they can't get into the shelter to buy a room down at the 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 Galena Hotel, whatever, or Geneva, whatever hotel the name is. And and obviously, you know, it's it's a very complicated issue, homelessness, so it can't be fixed, you know, with just, you know, or maybe can't, maybe you just throw enough money at it. Yeah, build, actually. Build, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the funny thing about the homelessness issue, and I think we've talked about this before with uh, ideas like universal basic income or housing first policies and stuff like that, is you actually can solve the homelessness issue. Now, I'm not advocating... Uh, I should I should say this out loud, too. I'm not just saying like, oh, no, I think we should have taken or we should take money away from the Paramount and give it to the homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. That's not I don't think what I'm advocating. Um, I think uh, I guess. Where you put your money, though, speaks to who you are as a community and what you value. Right. And that's true for your your as a community. And that's also true for your personal life, too. Right. Uh I you know one of the things that I say a lot is if you want um to know what a person's values are, you look at their calendar and you look at their uh, checkbook right like you like what where did, where did you spend your time where did you spend your money and uh in when it comes to running a city you, you, you have to spend money on the cultural arts right like that's why people move to cities it's because they get exposed to more people and more ideas right. and and uh, more beauty beauty is like an important thing in communities. Uh but um I where what's the line? Where where is where what what do we say is the um the minimum that we provide for people for for basic needs and ho- like housing sure. versus what is uh what are the, the things that are important to us culturally.
3: Right. And I, I guess I do kind of understand too like The city can't pay do extra stuff without the tax income from like the businesses or you know that kind of thing. So I I guess I do kind of understand how they maybe okay. Let's get the businesses back up and running. Let's get the paramount you know people coming in, and then we have the money to do this thing. You know maybe
1: yeah, an astute point, Brent, the producer. Um, (laughs) and yeah, because if you uh, have. If any community community were to neglect economic development um at you know in in order to provide social services, then at some point you run out of money to provide those social services right? right absolutely so uh it's it's a more complex issue i think on on the surface um but I do think that it's just you know then then just saying oh well, this is right, and this is wrong but i I do think that it's one that just uh it deserves uh some some Uh, some time to opine Mm -hmm. yeah
2: opine that's the word of the day yes word of the day is opine
1: yeah we live in a society with a lot of opinions and yet nobody ever uses the word opine anymore which is (laughs) Uh,
2: um so real quick news item on july 25th which is a sunday our friends of Harry beast dog parlor are having their uh hot rods and hot dogs barbecue uh, it's a car show as well, celebrating three years of being in business, uh, music, art, and food.
1: But will there be dogs? There will be dogs. There will be um, dogs.
2: 215 West Galena Boulevard is where it's at. This is going to be an awesome, uh, awesome event. Shout out to Harry Beast
1: Shut Dog Parlor. Shout out.
2: Have you ever been to Harry Beast dog parlor?
1: I haven't. You know, uh, we do need to get our our puppers, we need to get her nails trimmed again, but uh, this is a very uh, good uh, dog parlor, you see, and they require um, that your dog is uh, up to date on all of their vaccines and all of those things. And our dog certainly is. Uh, We're just really disorganized with paperwork. So as soon as I find those rabies, rabies, rabies tags, we're headed on in. <laughs>
3: they, they did say, uh, I, I mentioned this on yesterday's show, uh, and the owner, Josue, said if we, if we can contact the vet, and the vet yeah. can email them the paperwork. We, we
1: absolutely could do that. That's it's just I haven't gotten yeah. that far
3: yet. It just the, the topic came up and we mentioned. Yeah, they said the same thing. It's like, yeah, we just unfortunately didn't have the paperwork y'all, to go there.
1: Y'all are are getting uh, a peek into the very organized systems that I have for running uh, my life and household mm-hmm. right now.
2: That's a good thing, though. That's a good thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, no, we uh, we're very excited to to take her in now.
2: All right, the time is 8.30 a.m. So uh, another hot news item. So we have the uh, 4th of July parade coming up. Uh, the mayor has approved that, so that is definitely happening.
1: Which will be at 10 a.m. Uh, yep,
2: mm-hmm. yep. There's going to be a lot of uh, good stuff. And you can learn about liquor licensing as well uh on June 1st. So the first Fridays and in liquor info, uh there's a Zoom meeting going on and uh our wonderful friend Marissa of Aurora Downtown will be talking to city clerk Jennifer Stallings to oh. discuss serving liquor oh. at your downtown business. She oh. will review how to obtain a liquor license and more.
1: Oh, I like that. Very Cool. Uh, yeah, because the liquor license, uh, I mean, everywhere. It's it's a complicated process just about everywhere because you need both the state and the local license. But um, I am in favor of every downtown business getting one of these so that I can, you know, ideally we would just be able to wander around with it in the streets like one one night out of the month. I don't think that that would be the downfall of society if we were able to do that.
2: So we've got a spirited comment by Mr. Javi Terraza. Terrazas. Uh, no one ever seriously... Propose changing the name of North Aurora to South Batavia, other than jokes made by locals. Please provide proof if you're going to claim something as a fact.
1: Hi, Javi.
2: There was never uh, (laughs) a... To propose...
1: I mean, I, I've lived in North Aurora a super, super, super long time. Was there a formal proposal? I I don't know that it went before the village board by any chip by any stretch of the imagination. But it's been a it's been chatter going on. What's for
2: the years. word of the day?
1: Opine. Oh, that, that was a good one. Word that was a good one. Word of the was day was is opine. Awesome. Oh, clap
2: for uh for Javi Carraza. Section. Do we want <laughs>
1: to get on our? Do we want? Do we want to talk about how everything is back to normal now?
2: Yes, yes, let's do that. But normal was in air quotes, was it not?
1: Uh, yeah, you can't see the air quotes when we're on air, but there there are air quotes. Um, you,
3: you can emphasize it. So we're yes. like, let's do like that. So
1: let that's normal.
3: Normal.
1: So everything. If you say is... it
3: like that. You can you can see the air quotes.
1: Oh, yes, normal. <laughs> normal. Okay. We got to hit it like that. So um, yeah, there's a, a couple of stories out this week uh, about that are just kind of more indicators. So first of all, uh, case ra- cases are falling across the state, which is amazing. I think our case positivity rate is well below 2% at this point, uh, which is very uh, a great thing to hear. And um, I know it's been a while since I've had to take a COVID test, right? Because vaccination rates are